Correct. All right. This is Ranking of Cage Part 9, Raising Arizona. I'm Colton, joined by Quinn, Kudro, and Yo. Josh. So, uh, Raising Arizona uh, from 1987. Uh, so, Raising Arizona uh, opens with H.I. Uh, McDonough, or Hyde for short, played by Nicolas Cage getting his mugshot taken by police a police officer and this police officer's name is Ed and she is played by Holly Hunter. So after the, they have this interaction where Hyde gets his mugshot taken, Hyde then goes to prison. After a time he meets with the parole board and is released. Um, following this, we see the same process repeat a couple times where Hyde robs more convenience stores, goes back, gets his um Photograph taken by Ed, the police officer, and then goes to jail. And then after a time meets with the parole board and they let him out. Um, so over the course of this, he develops a crush on Ed. And after being released the third time, he proposes to Ed and they get married. Uh, so in the next phase, Hyde and Ed are living a happy life and Hyde has a job at a factory. They're excited to have children, but eventually we find out that Ed cannot bear children. Then they try adoption but Hyde has a criminal history. Uh, this inability to have children puts a depressing damper on their lives. Um, but they see a news story about Nathan, Arizona, who is a small or a, who is a well-known furniture chain salesman in the area. And the story is that they're having quintuplets and there's a statement in there. It might be more than we can handle. Um, so Hyde and Ed go steal one of the five babies directly from the Arizona's house. They put a ladder on their car, drive there, literally take a baby from the house. Um, after they arrive home with the baby, uh, two of Hyde's friends from prison show up after uh, breaking out. Uh, so they, they kind of just show up at his house. They're like, we just broke out of prison. And these, uh, these, uh, this is Gail, played by John Goodman, and Evel, played by William Forsyth. So Ed is clearly displeased with the idea of them being around especially since they literally just broke out of prison. And this creates a tension between Hyde and Ed. So moving on from that, uh, the next day, Ed's friends are visiting with their five children and barraging the new parents with advice and things they must do. Uh, to cap it off, the husband of the visiting couple, couple suggests to Hyde that they become swingers, and Hyde reacts by punching him in the face. Um. So after this, uh, it kind of blows up the whole thing with the friends visiting. So on the way home, they stop at a convenience store. Hyde goes into the convenience store and robs the place. And this leads to a wild chase through backyards and through a superstore. Then eventually Hyde ends up back in the car with Ed. So after they get back, uh, Gail and Evel hatch a plan where they they tell Ed they're going to do something together, but instead they try they steal the baby from Ed, and in the process Ed fights with Gail in the house and they destroy sorry not Ed Hyde fights with um, Gail in the house and they destroy the whole interior of the house, and uh, they tie up Hyde and they leave with the baby. So, um, after this. 
uh, we, we saw earlier in the movie, uh, Hyde had a dream about this character called the Apocalypse Rider, who's like a guy on a motorcycle with like, uh, he's all grungy and covered in like dirty leather and he rides a Harley. And in the first dream scene, you don't know if he's real, but then we find out he is real. And the Apocalypse Rider is trying to hunt down the baby to make a profit off of either returning it to Nathan, Arizona, or selling it to somebody else if Nathan won't pay. Um, so we have everybody trying to chase after this baby. Um, it gets left on the roadway because Gail and Evel forget about it. So eventually we have Hyde and Ed almost to the baby. But then the Apocalypse Rider shows up at the same time. So it's a fight for the baby. It all converges to a massive fight scene with the Apocalypse Rider. Um, in the end, uh, the Apocalypse Rider is kicking the shit out of Hyde. But he pulls the pin out of one of the grenades on the jacket of the Apocalypse Rider. And then when he gets thrown to the ground, he turns up. You see the pin. And then you know that he has a grenade that's about to explode. So grenade explodes on the Apocalypse Rider. Um, then after they get the baby back, they actually return the baby to the Arizonas because while they were chasing the baby down, Ed came to the realization that it was wrong to steal the baby in the first place and they wanted to return it. So they return it, have a cute conversation with, uh, the Nathan Arizona. And he's like, I'm not going to call the cops on you guys. And they tell him the whole story. Then, um, it ends with Hyde has a dream where he sees the future. Um, and he sees them with children and grandchildren in the future. And then we see that Gail and Evel just real, literally sneak back into prison the way they came out. <laughs> they, they gave up on escaping and just went back to prison. <laughs> so, yeah, that is uh, Raising Arizona. What did you guys think? Um, I thought it was it was funny at some parts, but... They could have done without the the biker dude. The like he really served, yeah, he served no purpose to me. Well, he like, served it was like, as the yeah. Well, like to me, they were going for like the slapstick like comedy, right? Mm-hmm. And they just threw in this weird like dream, like supernatural like ability that High has. Yeah, which includes the the bike rider. Right. Where I think they could have just put law enforcement or like a uh, detective or, or somebody, something that wasn't like I see what you're saying. a way out there. Because I think that took away from what they were going for. I Not gotcha. that what they were going for was the best. Because I think what they did was very, very over the top. Yeah. And I, I think a great example is all every single person's accent in the movie was just way way <laughs> over the top did did um, you not did that like take away from it for you no i mean i think i got used to it mm-hmm. and yeah but i i don't think it was as necessary as they were meaning to maybe mm-hmm. that was by design i don't know um because that's kind of the type of movie that it was but, yeah. but yeah. i hear i hear what you're saying quinn because it to me it also just felt like it just felt like it was forced after so long where they're doing the whole movie and you're like, however many two hours in and you're like, why are they talking like this still? They're like where they're yelling in the car. Yeah. Like, it was funny. Like the first time, but then like the second or third right. time, it was kind of like, like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Go back to the biker for a second, though. I actually will. Def- I actually did find the biker kind of hilarious in a very meta way because he's sitting here dreaming about this biker dude, and then like X number of years later, goes on to play uh, Ghost Rider. Which I just immediately thought of. Oh, right. Leonard. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a bad yeah. thing about that. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was interesting that the Ghost Rider was real because, like, it was a dream. And then, like, he, it was just actually, no, he's real. I thought that, like, I was like, wait, is this guy real? And then, like, he walks into the office. I never thought he wasn't. Well, I shouldn't say I never thought, but for how long they lingered on the first, like, scene of him. Mm-hmm. as soon as they lingered so long i was like okay this guy's real for sure like he's gonna show up somehow some way like they obviously put him in there for a reason yeah they're spending a lot of time on him he's gonna have a part in in the movie whether he's a dream or not so but i don't know it was i see what they're going for and i think there were some funny parts like john goodman's character and whatever the other guy's name was they were pretty funny. Yeah, Galen yeah. Neville. I, I love um, how the they're original always... Shawshank. The original Shawshank. <laughs> I... That's immediately what I thought of when they when they first out of the ground. I was like, oh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually wow. a good point. <laughs> the, and like, just I, I did. I think my favorite thing is probably, in a way, the over the top characters, like the characters in the movie, like the Galen Neville, like you're saying, like the way they're always just eating and it's just so disgusting the way they do everything. And they're just always so dirty. Mm-hmm. And I, right. like with the scene where it cuts to him and they're like on the couch and there must be 40 beer cans. And then it goes to the floor and there's just shit all over the floor. Right. I, Cheese balls and yeah. cans. And right. And and they are in the cereal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but so much of that after a while, it's just like, okay, we get it. Like they're disgusting or whatever. Right. For yeah, me, I, think... I I had a hard time getting into the movie over the over the whole duration of the movie because by the time that he was like running through the grocery store stealing stuff, I was like not even shocked by what was happening. I was like, whatever, okay, and. I just kind of I had a hard I had a hard time with this one. I don't know. It just didn't really grab my attention. I gotcha. Yeah. I was gonna say I think the very first scenes were my favorite. <laughs> I don't necessarily think they drew me in, but just the the way they were set up, it's this high guy, like that's his whole personality. He robs convenience stores. He has an urge to rob convenience stores, but he doesn't use bullets because he knows that if he uses bullets, he'll go to prison for too long. Well, and, and just the fact that it's specifically convenience stores, like where he's like, I even started driving by the convenience stores. <laughs> like, right. it's just like, I, and I, it's like, I think it's like the, the movie is a bunch of these amazing punchlines. Like with the the, it's like there were just parts where like right that were played so well. Like the the scene with the baby where it's like they all of a sudden they can't have a baby and it's like happiness then just drops into sadness. Like in the way a lot of the stuff reminds me of Wes Anderson movies. Um, I I think this probably predates a lot of those, but yeah, like like immediate reversals of fortune. Yeah, and and just like over the top characters, right. right? And, and the way everything's like framed and then like right after they they can't have a baby like it, of course they tried to adopt one but then it's like 
oh right he's just a criminal she like has a perfect record and then his record is you know so just the way it frames all the stuff it's like it has really good like punchlines when they hit but yeah i think character design was one of the best aspects mm-hmm. of the movie they played into so many different caricatures um from high to to ed to the uh the furniture salesman who's like yeah i mean he was a used car salesman that made, like, made it big or whatever and then right. the convicts yeah the people at the bank like right there was there was the mm-hmm. small characters even had right. a lot like the the guy that works at the factory <laughs> right like, like, they, and I think that's the, that's the Cohen brother. They the, the Cohen brothers, the yeah. Cohen brothers, right? Yeah. And they mm-hmm. did the Big Lebowski too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yep, they I did. Think. Yeah, yeah. And so I kind of kept thinking about that too, and I think the Big Lebowski too is kind of a good example of good character um, design, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, John Goodman's in there, and obviously um, Jeff Bridges as well. So, but I I thought the characters were really really good in this this movie, but yeah, um the uh unpainted Arizona, unpainted furniture, is that is that a thing from like the 80s and before? I cuz I was like what what is this? Is that was that I didn't know if that was a thing or if that was like part of a joke that I was missing. That sounds like a scam. <laughs> Um, yeah, because yeah. I wanted to like laugh at it, but then I'm like, wait, is this like a real thing that I just was unfamiliar with from the past? Um, Not familiar to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, So I, I think my biggest gripe with the movie is like the the way that they get themselves to the situations like the way they get the baby, like the baby stealing thing. Like it's like, cause they do all this stuff and they can't have the baby. And then like, Oh, they see this story and they're just like, let's go steal this baby. And they just drive with their, put this ladder on top of their car, show up outside the house, just throw the ladder. Up. And that part was kind of, uh, almost like too outlandish. I'm like, you just walk up here and steal this baby. And then, yeah, it was, I felt like, Oh, sorry. Keep going. No, that's all right. Go ahead. I just felt like it, it's really tough because I feel like it was a. I feel like watching the movie, I was like, this is like a, I don't know, it feels like a good movie, like it should be good, but like I didn't like it. I yeah. it was like the the, you know, yeah, there was like witty stuff in it or whatever, but I was officially in this movie watching this one, I'm officially sick of this character that Nicolas Cage plays where he's like this crazy person who's also a genius somehow. Or like is crazy and or like really messed up some way, but like has some weird depth. I'm like officially sick of that. Like I'm I'm like this movie. Like they they were like, no, he's gonna be like a complete idiot, like a, a crim, dumb <laughs> criminal stealing babies and whatever. <laughs> I was just like, I I I was sick of it. I didn't buy it. And I knew it was like a great performance from him or whatever, but like I just didn't buy it from him i didn't i didn't like it yeah i i think i liked the characters and just the the one-off like parts enough that it carried most of it for me um some of the chase scenes got a little wild 
I knew um, you were going to say, I knew you were going to talk about this. <laughs> like it I, was, it, it was funny. They sent him through the different places and he goes to the, the store and then gets the, um, what is it, like toilet paper from the store? Like the second store he's running through. Diapers. Oh, well, it was the diapers. Diapers, yeah. right. Diapers. Yeah. Um, I liked how proud he was when he was, when he was stealing <laughs> the stuff from the convenience store with the pantyhose on his head. He was like, oh, yeah, like, I got these diapers, like, I'm the hero. And then Ed's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what do I do? And he's like, oh, that's right. You're not supposed to rob shit. He's <laughs> like, come on. But I think the, the beginning and the end of the movie were the best parts. The middle of the movie <laughs> moved too yeah. slow for me. And it didn't really do anything for me. Like I didn't want to yeah. watch the middle of the movie. I, I think. That yeah. Was for me. I, See, for it's me, kind of funny because like I had the opposite experience to some extent. Like I didn't, I was not sucked into the beginning at all. And it really wasn't until the end where all the, where like things just really start to get wacky that I actually started to find myself getting entertained by it. Hmm. You didn't like the beginning Kudra where it like repeats the same process of him getting locked up and robbing convenience stores. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I mean, it was good character establishment, but maybe that's only because I was so depressed by how realistic it is. I, I just love the of it, the recidivism I, I, aspect of it. I like offenders. that part a lot. The like repetition there. Yeah, yeah, it's like, mean, a, like it's, it's yeah, like it's entertaining, like it's funny to watch, but uh, like I, I just feel like it was like a. I loved so many individual scenes in it, like where he's like, you were right. I was wrong. And he's walking back and forth in the house. And every time he walks back and forth, he has a bigger gun. Like he's got like a pistol. And then he comes, he says, you were right. I was wrong. And he's, every time he comes back and then he ends up with like a huge gun, like the third time it's, it's yeah. just stuff like that. I felt like those scenes were played so well, but I, I think you're right though, in that the overall story doesn't, it doesn't live up to how good I like how much I like those scenes. But like, you're right. Like all those little moments are the best parts about the movie. But at the end of the day, they kind of come down to gimmicks, you know, like it's kind of a thing they're doing. That's really funny. Or like a yeah. way something said, right. as opposed to be and and the result, like for me was like, I was just didn't feel invested. I was like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, now they're going to steal a baby. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, it was great. I mean, it was, it was clear. I could tell it was like a fun movie, but like, I don't know. Maybe I just watched it. Maybe today was just a bad day for me. You just, I just, you just didn't want to have any fun today. I just couldn't <laughs> get into it today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the kids that they brought over. They were just, oh, destroying, destroying everything. The house yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. Shot him with the water gun, wrote on the wall with, I didn't even know what that was. And then his dad throws what, like candy at him. Yeah. So like right. proud of that. It's like, oh yeah, child abuse. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. Back to highlighting like the unintelligence of most of the characters in the movie, right? Like that's yeah. it's yeah. Um yeah, any other thoughts on this? Other scenes of note? Uh it felt like schlock to me. It's the word that kept coming back to me. There really was no like smart character in the movie though. Every yeah. pretty much every character in the movie was like stupid. Even the cops chasing like 
that was so outlandish. Like they're shooting everything. They're shooting inside of it. Oh, right. They're, they're just shooting. Yeah. Right. It's like the the convenience store clerk, the, the boy, he's chasing him, shooting. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was absurd. Yeah. I I did appreciate all the places they went with the chase scene. Um, right. I yeah. everybody in that movie was just portrayed as so stupid. <laughs> The the bank robbery with um, oh, what was Gale and uh, oh Gale and Evel yeah where they rob yeah. the bank and they, yes and they all take it literally and then the <laughs> the city uh, tell you about the dude use my we're using code names right yeah using code names <laughs> after using his real name my yeah. favorite was there was like all right count to eight hundred fifty and then back down to zero. <laughs> I'll be back to check in on you. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'm okay with like the the schlock as you call. It. I'm okay with the gimmicks. I I think I had fun with just these in the so many of the individual scenes, independent of like the overall plot line and its uh, lack. Yeah, I think because it's a comedy, and maybe it's due to the times of when it was made we we don't pay too much attention to the comedy because it's maybe not as funny as like a a, a comedy would be today i keep thinking about like step brothers like step brothers is a hilarious <laughs> movie i don't care about the plot but there's all these individual scenes that like i can quote all the time that are just hilarious right so, like i keep drawing comparisons to that where it's like yeah it's a funny movie I don't really care about the plot and I still think it's a decent movie because of those individual scenes where it made me laugh. Mm-hmm. So you gotcha. Hm. Yeah. I think that's a good analogy because there are a lot of movies like that. That's kind of what it felt like. It felt like a movie like, yeah, like from the early, yeah, that's a great example of like from a movie from the early two thousands. Um, but this case, this was from what? 91, 87. Right? 87 okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, i mean it was a it was an enjoyable movie like if you're in the mood for it kind of thing right it's not like i wouldn't say like across the board good movie by any means but like it has its it has its moments a good movie to watch if with a group if you the group's never seen it before i think right maybe after a few drinks yeah as well yeah <laughs> well, i'd say i feel like we sh- i almost wish we had watched this one as a group rather than birdie well i i miss birdie it's not how the dice rolls <laughs> this yeah, just shows probably. me that my yeah my movie watching experiences aren't actually rating the movies it's rating the experience i had while watching it because <laughs> i watched it with uh colton and kudro and it was uh birdie's the best one i've seen so far so what <laughs> I, I need to put birdie as an a <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, no. But this was a weird movie. I'm like, how do I rank this though? Because I hear what you're saying, but like it feels wrong of me to put it in the middle somewhere. Like it feels like it was too smart. There was too much clever things they did for it just to be like a D or an E. Yeah. Like just like an average movie. But like at the same time, I don't know. It like was it as was it as good as to as a B or higher? I don't think so. I'm I'm kind of leaning towards just putting it in the F. I'm just starting to put everything in F. What? Well, for no myself. Fun. Wow. I just feel like oh. I just feel like it doesn't. I just feel like I need I need to retroactively re-examine these movies. I think most of them need to go down to F for me because I think my I think I'm getting a I'm getting a 
This is like my my sample. Everything's F. If that, then nothing's wait, ranked out at all. My sample's getting that bigger though, right? So it's like at first you have like, and it's like no, they all kind of go down together, and then you know, Ghost Rider's at the top, and that's it. <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, oh my gosh. Um. Are we ranking then? Yeah. What do you guys yeah, think about let, the ranking? Let's go ahead and rank it. Uh, I. Oh, I think that it is a fun movie, and I love all the gimmicks in it. I really love the gimmick scenes. Um, I think it is a B movie. So I'm gonna give it a B. I think it deserves a B. I don't. I'm not saying I don't think it's a movie you should watch, but you should watch it one time. There's a lot of funny gimmicks in it. Um, good characters, worth watching one time for sure. I, yeah, you should watch this movie. How good was it for Nicolas Cage moments? Uh, Nicolas Cage moments? Well, he punches the guy in the face. He goes on that crazy chase scene where he runs. Yeah, he's got a couple um, moments, but he's more more so just like a weird character in the whole thing. Yeah, because he well he can't have too many crazy moments because he's kind of he's supposed to be really unintelligent. So like right. he just has to play his. He's an idiot. My whole thing is that everybody's crazy in the movie, so like he fits in. Right. Everybody's stupid. Everybody's crazy. I didn't really notice him that much in the movie. Mm-hmm. I was focused on everybody else. Not everybody else, but I was fo- I wasn't focused on any one character necessarily. Like I said, I wasn't following it for the plot, so I didn't really care too much what happened to High and Ed. It's more of like, oh, there's there's a funny scene. There's a funny scene. Oh, he's robbing the convenience store again. <laughs> uh, the cops are shoot. They're chasing him through a residential house. They're shooting. Like I don't know. It's just the the Hellfire guy or the motorcycle the guy shows up. Rider. Right. <laughs> he blows up. Uh, they try to rob the bank. <laughs> there's just so many things that I was like. I wasn't focused on Nicolas Cage too much in this movie as much as other movies, which maybe is a good thing. I don't know. Um, But I'm kind of between a B and a C plus as well. But I think I'm going to go with a B. The more I talk about it, the more fun I remember the movie being. So that's a funny movie to talk about. You can talk like God, the obsession. I, I love the obsession with convenience stores. yeah it feels like a very very pomo movie like a very very like would have been very avant-garde in like 1991 (laughs) like the mundane average day day at the convenience store yeah yeah Yeah. i wonder if shawshank redemption took that from this movie because it's literally frame for frame what happens in shawshank redemption well, Shawshank was a, a novel first, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, Stephen oh. King novel, I believe. Mm. Okay. And so, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. so maybe they I, took it and adapted it to the screen first. All right, Kudra, what's your ranking on this one? I, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of in the same position as Quinn. I was a little yeah. torn between a B and a C+. Plus. Although I think I'm leaning more towards C+, and the only reason I'm leaning that way is because, as I mentioned earlier, I was pretty uninvested in the beginning. This movie really wasn't sucking me in, but the latter half I thought made up for it. So I'm going to go C+. 
That's weird. I loved the beginning. I absolutely loved the beginning of this movie. But I was I, I was bored at the beginning. Already. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. I can see why you could because I think that was my initial thought was was oh I know where this is going. Like he's already making eye contact with Ed. I know what's going to happen. I don't need to watch it. But then I kept going. I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty funny. He he's doing it for a reason. He's not using ammo. The parole parole board's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Well, since you didn't use any live ammunition, <laughs> right? And then they let him out. <laughs> Except that's not at all the way the law works. Well, that's why I. <laughs> well, yeah. But, <laughs> um. All right, Josh. What what terrible. Uh, rating would you like to oh, I really want to give it an F but there's just what? too many it's just, it's just, it's just schlock it's this like... council will sanction you have, you. you have three <laughs> F's already you don't have above oh, oh my leaving Las Vegas at a B that's your highest rating oh, oh my gosh right, yeah, I'll, give yeah, I'll give this one a C I'll give this one a C because I'll give this one a C for all the funny moments all right. sounds like peer pressure is a uh making you change your ratings no i just didn't i didn't watch this one as closely as the other ones it wouldn't be right for me to give it an f it was it had a lot of great moments in it it kind of just looks like you're just out to hurt some of these movies for no reason i gave it a c for john goodman all right raising arizona so i would like to argue this should go above leaving las vegas and racing with the moon and i i think this movie deserves to be in the b tier it's got way more than those two movies. I agree. I think it should be our highest rated. Also, so we far. can we can take like five minutes here to review one or two other movies, as you guys suggested, to uh, review the placements. But first, we got to place Raising Arizona here. So what do you guys think? I wouldn't argue against B. I'd be fine with it. All right. I think it's better than leaving Las Vegas. All right. Yeah, so... leaving Las Vegas is the higher ranked movie for you, Josh. I don't know. My rankings are all messy. So, <laughs> okay. I, so... I, I'm, I still wanted to put it in an F. So oh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> so now let's. Do we want to talk about any of the other ones? Any uh, revisits we should look at here briefly? No, um, you guys. Suck. You guys were talking a lot about Birdie. I just Birdie had 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 a lot of moments with Matthew Bedine in it and Matthew Modine or however you say his name. So you rank that a D. Birdie, yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> this looks. This is actually looking pretty good. This is looking okay, I think. All right, so we're all happy with Moonstruck being in the D tier, not the C tier. <laughs> <laughs> Are, are, I are we saying we should move up movie. Moonstruck? Because I will I, argue against that. All right. I I uh, I think maybe Birdie should go above the boy in blue. I mean, I'd agree with that. No. No. I got Birdie you. above boy in blue? Yeah, that's Absolutely. all I see here. No, Absolutely. Birdie sucks. I, I, so I mean, boy, I, boy in blue sucks worse, dude. I don't know, man. Boy in blue was a pretty legit movie. I think boy it was in than blue Birdie. was was exciting. Birdie right. was what two grown capacity. men jumping around in pigeons. I'm, I'm back on the boy in blue side. Boy in blue stays above Birdie. All right. Um, this is a this is a miscarriage of justice. There's our so raising Arizona. 
uh, lands in the B tier on Ranking of Cage. And as always, you can see the full ranking list on our website, srankmedia.com.